0: Dr. Mufukeng, or Dr. T, uh, most likely one of the bravest medical doctors on social media. She's a champion of speaking out on reproductive health and the decriminalisation of sex work. She's also a sex columnist. So kisses doily, but what sex? <laughs> <laughs> and dabbles in TV and radio presenting. In 2016, she was listed as one of the Mail and Guardian's 200 Young South Africans of 2016 nice. and was the winner of the 2016 120 Under 40, the new generation of family planning leaders. Mofiken runs a reproductive clinic in Santon and serves as the vice chairperson of the Sexual and Reproductive Justice Coalition. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you not impressed? Sis <laughs> Dolly, I'm updating my profile as we speak. Yes. Good. Good. Dr. C, C Doli, yeah. AKA Sis Dolly of the Veg. Chesa. Yes,
2: Chesa. Chesa. Isn't it, aren't you just dolly of all the sex? Yeah, just but I, think I have a biasness towards to women and the veg. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So, straight into first things first. What is being born intersex?
1: All right, so intersex is a genetic, hormonal, or physical sex characteristics that yeah. do not fit the mold of what it is to be male or female. Okay. And when we're talking about genetic, Often it will only be investigated later when the child is a toddler um, you know primary school even high school and I have some adult um, patients now that we're only doing genetic tests on them as adults. So you're not always going to see that someone is intersex. So right? barely you
0: won't know sometimes. No you
1: won't, you won't yeah. know. And in terms of the hormones a lot of the hormones around puberty kick in around 10 11 12 13 years and that's when people have the dominant mm. either male or female characteristics but a lot oh. of people are not mm. having those. They are almost like in the middle. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean anything either right Mm. and then you have the issue of the physical genital appearances which is what the focus tends to be on Mm. when a child is born all of us, as even at medical school, one of the first things that you get asked, is it a boy or a girl? Yeah. Mm. Sure. Uh-huh. That, that's the first thing, not, yeah. Yeah. is the child healthy? Mm. Are they breathing? Ten is toes, no, ten no, no. Fingers. And you know, when the, when the when the parents are there, they have this thing like, oh, we saw the scan, they said it would be a boy, is it really a boy? Yes. So uh-huh. almost everything around birthing and having children going through that process is focused around what do these genitalia look like? Mm. Mm. And so when we talk about intersex as a, as a medical condition, right, because that's how I was trained, we need to start thinking about what are these societal pressures what are all these anxieties and fears of having and accepting that we are all different mm-hmm. and our genitals would look different for a variety of reasons and not just intersex by the way and so you then have this one proof that people say well the genitals look different mm. therefore there must be something wrong mm. Mm. and that's often the lens that people use when they're talking about intersex and i'm here to say that intersex is a common normal variation There is nothing abnormal or massively wrong that needs to be corrected. And
0: God is not punishing you.
1: And God is not punishing Uh. anybody. But we do need to interrogate why is it that children, mothers, caregivers feel so completely disempowered Mm. to deal with children who may have genitalia that do not look perfectly male or perfectly female. Mm. And in terms of the medical fraternity, I think we have a lot of flack that we need to take Mm. on this one. Because to this day, um, doctors still scheduled children to have surgery in Your natal, so what? at the six week checkup, mm. they're already talking things like, Oh, mama, a e mm. uh, you know, and sometimes wow. even parents themselves yeah. have that pressure to say, Well, if, kisa wana, ali so if you guys are discharging mm. me, mm. when people come and see the child, and all of those people, and we know the pressure that women have, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, to prove fertility yes. through their yes. um, uteruses and vaginas and giving birth. So, if you are that woman who gives birth to what the society doesn't seem deems to a wrong, deems, right? Oh. Mm. So you already then have that pressure. So you may be taking decisions based on batubat or ring mm. rather than what's good wow. for the mm. child. In, in, in fact, like please about.
0: remind me to tell you a story about my cousin's daughter who mm-hmm. was born intersex.
2: I'd like to just quickly dispel a myth that the, when we have conversations around gender, we confuse it with sexuality. So when we speak intersex, obviously Kasta is well known and we speak testosterone, but we also know she is in a relationship. She's in a sex same sex marriage mm. why do we still confuse sexuality with gender
0: please could you answer that question after this break
2: you are right she's brilliant <laughs>
0: so you're not convinced
2: before
3: two no you um, no. no. were no, speaking I was just like
1: yeah, <laughs> I you, were falling in love with you can do just like.
0: Uh. Also, I wish I had a vagina <laughs> so she can check me. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: wow! Wow!
0: Our guest this morning to break down what it means to be intersex amongst other things, including the stigma, the taboos, and all other things to do with being intersex is Dr. Chaling Mofukeng. Lebo you'd asked a question earlier. Please, just for those that maybe just tuned in.
2: Dr. Mashubadieta, question. Um, so th- why why is there this misunderstanding between gender, your sex, and sexuality? So the mm. assumption is, oh, if you are a custer, we can see why you're with a woman. But they're actually two different issues. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can be intersex and still choose to be with the opposite sex mm. partner. Mm. And that's a big one. And I think,
1: you know, we have to acknowledge that in South Africa most of us um never really undergo comprehensive sexuality education. Mm. So whatever we think we know about our bodies about sex, you never yeah. Googled it's that, you know, office kitchen gossip and no one really has a good understanding of themselves even. Mm. Never the, mind trying to understand other people.
0: Or if the pastor said it, it must be true. It must the, be but true. But he didn't even study biology.
1: Right? And we need to understand that legally in South Africa at the moment, we have some limitations because when you're filling in those home affairs um, mm. birth certificates, yeah. mm-hmm. you can
2: only choose
1: Left male female or female. Or female. Or female. Mm. And
2: that's South Africa. Other countries, that's they South do Africa. allow. And apparently
1: we mm. are these progressive and these amazing you know, people. But the truth is, it's not always easy When legally, people do not have the rights to identify and be themselves across the spectrum. There is more than just male or female.
2: Can I quickly throw something in there? Can you add something about, like the bathrooms to be used. Because I know that uh-huh. there was, they, they were speaking about it in the mm. education system to say, you use the toilet where you feel you most fit best. But then mm. a woman might say, I don't feel comfortable with this person who be- sees themselves as female coming into this bathroom. Yeah. So, the, so
1: gender refers to any social or cultural ways in which you present yourself, mm. right? If you look at me, you are going to most likely assume I'm a woman. Because there's certain things that I've done mm. to mm. represent mm. myself mm. as such. So the femininity is mm. dominant. But sometimes you look at me and think, oh, I got to get That doesn't mean that day I'm a boy. Or that you're or a man, Or I'm a male. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? It just means for that day, that is how I chose to present myself. Sure. Mm. That does not change your biology. That doesn't change your hormones. That doesn't change any of that. And which is what sex characteristics or sexual markers speak to. Sexual markers speak to hormones, genetics, and sort of the physical, um, unfortunately, male or female. But there's more. There's transgender people, which is what you were talking to in terms Mm -hmm. of bathrooms. Um, And that's when someone is given the characteristics and and biological characteristics of being a man, for example, male, male, and they, through their... Life and, and living find and feel that they are actually you feel stuck. identify as a woman, so you're stuck and in another body, exactly. Mm. And then there's ways in which we can assist those people to transition hormonally and otherwise mm. from male to female.
0: Let's talk about when the Casta storm started, mm. all those years mm. back, mm. where uh, for a lot of people they were hearing the word hermaphrodite for the was, first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. What is it when you're hermaphrodite?
1: That's a very old term, um, yes. that's that's not a good term to use. So intersex. Um, Intersex is the word that we go with. Okay. And again...
3: So is hermaphrodite like just phased out or is it derogatory It should be it, It's both It's okay. both mm. um,
1: and, and and we shouldn't be using that word There are words that can be used like intersex okay. um, And if you really must Because remember a lot of the times you know no one is sitting here talking about me and and Bukhilez anything mm. We just assume that we are what we are and people leave us alone mm. So when we're even talking about Casta, her life her love life her sexuality all of that to what point and why are we discussing it mm. as if it's something that's there what open the for everybody right mm. But in this in this instance it is because of the ruling right yes. in terms of her athleticism her, her ability and her performance on that on the on the field like on the track field we know kaster dominates in the 400 800 and 1.5 meters runs uh-huh. and what has happened is that when she started to then hit her peak as a young woman people then started to question, mm. why is she winning so many marathons, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just people. It was a very specific uh, uh, racial undertone yes. to Obviously. the questioning yes. of caste yes. ability, mm. right? Obviously. And for those of us who are black, who are women, who geographically live in the global south, in South Africa, yeah. we know, I'm actually getting goosebumps
2: as I'm saying this, we know what that feels like. Absolutely. We know what that microscope yeah. feels like. My, my question this morning was, Mara, why can black women never know peace? This is it. This, that, we that, don't know peace that is the in our lives,
1: and and for me, what has been the one disappointment, right, throughout? Because mm. this is, this thing is a long time Absolutely. coming. Absolutely. All right, yeah. is that I never felt, I never had a good sense that um, our government, the athletic fraternities, really grasps the depth of violation that mm. this is on Casta. Mm-hmm. Everyone would comment on the commentary about it, mm. and these are people in positions of power mm. and authority, mm. but no one would actually lead in terms of the defense. Would lead in terms of giving a medical and legal um, you okay, know, understanding yeah. approach yes. to yeah. the situation. Yeah. And, I al- I, and I've always felt that I didn't feel that Casta was held enough mm. yes. by the people who needed to hold her so that she can get on with the work of being an athlete and smashing records. Mm. And so I feel like she's completely split. And which serves the people who are constantly attacking her. They want her to move our attention from being on the field to being in courtrooms and fighting legal battles. It's taking
2: advantage of the fact that we don't have the knowledge and the information. There's still confusion around transgender versus sexuality versus uh, the hormone, intersex, Mm. the hormone levels. And the reality is we are saying Cut somebody's legs shorter because they have an advantage at basketball. Well, let's do it with Michael Bolt. Mm-hmm. Let's do it with Michael Phillips, the guy, the, the yes. American so, swimmer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Phelps. Yeah. Phelps. yeah, Because
0: even with men, we have varying levels of testosterone Absolutely. and estrogen. Yeah. If, so, if, if you're to test every man on the field mm. who has naturally testosterone, there won't be the same level. Exactly. And yeah.
1: estrogen. Men also have estrogen, by the yes. way. Right. The feminizing hormone. Yeah. Sure. So this obsession with casta and the fact that her testosterone is a bit higher than other women that she's running with, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So now should we test all the other men who are smashing records or those who are coming last? Because mm. then we can say, well, maybe your oestrogen is imbalanced and now you must also then stop running with I mean, men and you Ma- must run with women. Michael
0: Ooh. Phelps' foot is a size 100. So he shouldn't be allowed to He's swim with other children. He's got and flippers. He's got flippers.
2: Also, why do you want to know about my hormone levels? I think it's so invasive. It's, invasive, it's, yeah. it's rapey. It's rapey it is. on such a personal level. For me, it is so disgusting mm. that the West is doing this to an African child because you do not want to see us win or succeed.
0: Metro FM is where you are. We're hanging out with Dr. Dr. T. Oh, I'm in love. I'm in love. You are right. pop Pops is in love because I, I, I warned him that she's, uh, she's a force and a half.
2: Look at him. He's drooling.
0: <laughs> I've been captivated. I call her a WCW. Eish. No, no. Explain an MCM. An MCM. MCM. A Explain Mind that. Crush Monday. Yeah. You can't help but crush on her mind. Metro FM's Slow Down Zone. Shola Ama with Who's Loving My Baby. Good morning, Violet.
2: Good morning, Fresh.
0: How are you doing, Violet?
2: I'm okay, thank you.
0: What's your baby's name? It's Dineo. Aww. How old is Dineo?
2: Dineo, she, ter- she turned three years on the 28th Aww. of April.
0: And how's she doing?
2: She is not walking properly, she's not talking. Mm. Mm.
0: We would like to donate 10 physio sessions mm. and challenge, maybe even if you're a physiotherapist, for you to beat our offer. Mm. But we'd like to donate 10 physio se- uh, sessions uh, for, for your little girl uh, yeah. to, to, get, to get us started.
2: Mm. Thank you so much.
0: Where where are you based? Where in the country are you?
2: I'm based in Kempton Park. Okay, oh. so we we will
0: find you a physiotherapist in Kempton Park. <laughs> mm. And uh, we'll Thank sort out so the first 10 physio ses- uh, sessions. And uh, if uh, you'd like to to join us yeah. in helping uh, Violet uh, love her baby, uh, please WhatsApp us and uh, we'll get you in touch with uh, Violet.
2: Thank you so much for, for sharing your story. It's really, really tough taking care of a child with special needs. Thank you
0: so much. Oh. Thank you. Okay, Violet, please don't hang up. Uh, we, we need to get more of your details. And you know when mm. you have a child that has special needs, your life literally, as you know it, stops. Mm-hmm. Remember yes. uh, Dr. T, I was telling. I asked you to remind me to tell mm. your story. My cousin's daughter was born intersex. Mm. But it was a situation where... They weren't too sure if she's more male or more female. Mm -hmm. And they even said we must operate. Mm -hmm. And my cousin, being a man, obviously wants a son. Mm -hmm. And the surgery he insisted they do was to turn this child into a boy. Mm -hmm. The surgery was botched. Mm -hmm. Now, this child is also Down Mm syndrome. So my cousin's wife literally, she's been a full time looking after this child Mm -hmm. for the past, what, 15, 16 years now? Mm. And it's crazy it's, it's 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 the toll it takes on a parent to look after a child that you know will suffer or even die mm. if you don't stop everything else. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, know it's very sad. And I mean, that's and often, so you know, in South Africa, we're really good at counting statistics around death and all of that, right? But no one actually sits and quantifies how many people are living with lifelong complications. Yes. From yes. surgeries or dro- that go wrong, survivors of, of road accidents, you know, survivors of sexual trauma and rape. Yes. Um, And until we can quantify that, I don't think we can really mount a response that's dignified enough. Sure. Because if you're counting people who are dead, you know, we give them a decent burial and that's that. Mm-hmm. But the people who are living, they need integrity. They yes. need dignity. They need quality care. They need to access services. That's an important thing. Sure. But also, they need their rights protected. Because mm. if they can if you have a mental, um, uh, you know, disability, and you cannot advocate for yourself when you get to home affairs, social sure. development, mm. healthcare clinics, when your rights are being violated, who's there fighting for mm. you? Absolutely. So we need a system that Absolutely. is within itself is entrenched. In the human rights principle where people respect other people's vulnerability so you don't have to fight for yourself it shouldn't be a
2: fight I but know. i feel like that's what we are doing all the time and communities that are going to support we ne- we need to stop mm. with the witchcraft mm. yes. hide God. the child yes mm. we yes. we yes. need to also support T,
3: in in the case like what what Manmaphis just said now. hold your
0: thoughts we'll yes. come back we need to go to traffic we're hanging out with dr we're breaking down being intersex amongst other things Please tell me
3: that song. Yeah, heavy traffic special. this morning. Rabi, Ridge area, Monofon, tough morning. And uh, a busy one with buses and taxis taking that overflow. I'm Rob Busy. It's Fresh Breakfast Traffic. Thank
0: you, Rob Busy. 647 Metro FM is where you're at. Every Thursday, we have a comedian co-host. And today, we're hanging out with Mpopops. Pops. Yo. Our other guest is Dr. Tlaling Mufukeng, And uh, we are breaking down what it means to be intersex. And also talking about uh, what Kasta uh, has had to endure, the abuse... The humiliation, the indignity, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what other
3: simile is. It called violation. A simile? The violation. Yeah. Violation. Yes. Mm-hmm. you yes. I, had, I had a question for Dr. T. In the, in the case with uh, malmefresh's cousin, where they mm-hmm. decided, okay, this is the surgery we're going to have, and this is the side we're choosing. Mm-hmm. You know, we were speaking about, that's the only choice we have in South Africa, either your mm-hmm. boy or girl. So, as someone who's intersex, and as you said, mm-hmm. your body still has to decide whether it's going left mm-hmm. or right? and you don't know how long that's going to take, whose decision is it? Is it up to your that's parents or is it, do, do they leave it to you and, and let you decide when you get to a certain age?
1: So the decision always rests with the person whose body is, it is. As yes. it should. As it, it, should, it should, right? And that's why myself as an advocate, I mean, my organization is called Nalani for Reproductive Justice and we specifically work on issues of people who are marginalized and vulnerable around sexual and productive health and rights. And what we believe is that no matter the age, the geography, your gender, your race, it doesn't matter.
2: Uh-huh.
1: your autonomy, the, the, your ability to make decisions for yourself, remains uh-huh. with you and should be respected in that manner. There should be systems and, and conditions in place that enable you, for example, umpo, if you are going for a surgery to get informed information that would enable you to give the best consent informed consent you can you can get right uh-huh. and we need again what uh was talking about communities that are also in, in environments that are safe for anyone to live in so that we don't feel pressure to to subject children and other people to medical uh, procedures that are unnecessary just to make everyone else around that person comfortable good, yes. and the other thing <clears throat> you know is that when, you, when you're talking about the rights of children, in South Africa, we've got the Children's Act. We've got the National Health Act. Okay. We have all of these other acts besides the Constitution that further stipulate the details of if someone, for whatever reason, cannot give consent, who is that person who should be able to be the next in line to give informed consent? Not force people, not do things that um, you know are outside of what's acceptable. So if I'm working in a hospital, for example, and you have parents who refuse to give consent for a child's certain procedure, which is life-threatening emergency. Mm. We have other avenues as health professionals to override the parents' consent. But there's a system to it. You don't just be like, oh, I think, I'm Dr. Leng and I think you should do this oh, even I though you don't you want it. Want. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. certain criteria. You know, The superintendent gets involved. Sometimes the high court gets involved because we have a Children's Act and the high court is the actual custodian of these children in South Africa. So it depends on what situation you are in. But at the end of the day, the autonomy, the right to make decisions rests with the person whose body it is. And yes, yes. in terms of children, we look to adults or caregivers because in South Africa not you know all children are being reared by their parents and then
3: just just on that the, the last thing I wanted to ask you and it's, it's a bit of an uncomfortable question and I think that's what happens in the case of w- what parents see you know they see mm. things that they're not familiar with or something mm. they've never seen and they, mm. they don't know how to react they don't mm. know what people are going to say mm. what are some of the visual I'm trying to find the right way to ask this. Mm.
1: So, what does an intersex person look like? What are the variations? What are the variations? Okay. So, the variations, like I said, are mostly in anatomy, which is what you can see—the actual Mm -hmm. genitalia, Mm -hmm. right? So, often, if if someone is a male, you often look at testicles. Mm -hmm. You're going to look at a penis, and if someone is a female, you're going to look at the vulva, which will have some labia. There might be a clitoris, the vaginal opening, right, Mm -hmm. and. Again, even those have variations of what is normal. Mm. The size may be different, smaller or slightly bigger than you're expecting. A lot of children can be born with a penis that we call a micropenis. But when puberty hits and the testosterone goes up, um, you know the, 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 the penis grows like your arms and your head and everything else grows uh-huh. under the guidance of growth hormone and other hormones. And then in terms of um, uh, the, 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 the female, what we consider female, um, you can have the clitoris that looks bigger, than what we, that we expect. And some people uh-huh. can what well, it might look like a penis. It depends, right? Um, sometimes the vaginal opening may be sealed Right by a membrane, and sometimes Mm. some people need a minor procedure just to open that up, Uh especially for menstruation and all of those things. Sometimes some people internally may have um, what externally what looks like a penis, but internally they may also have ovaries. Right, Mm. so it just depends, and there isn't one way, one variety. It's very, very different. And the point that I'm trying to put across is, it doesn't matter what someone's genitalia look like. There is more to genitalia than just a penis or a vulva. Mm. There's more to gender than just um. and feminine, is there's definitely more to sex uh, characteristics than just male or female. Mm.
0: Metro FM is where you're at. at 6.52 <laughs> and uh, we're hanging out with our comedian co-host Pop Pops and uh, Dr. Tlaleng Mufukeng breaking down intersex and other issues. <laughs> Let me just say we're breaking down intersex and we're hanging out with Dr. T or Dr. Tlaleng Mufukeng if you were her lecturer.
2: I'm very quickly, doctor, I mean earlier we are speaking about who chooses? Mm. Firstly, why do we have to make a choice? And you mentioned what the uh, uh, what South Africa is doing. What I discovered the other day is that there's an Indonesian community mm. that actually identifies five different genders. And one is called Makun Rai, which is female woman. Mm-hmm. Orani is male men. Mm-hmm. Kalalai is female men. Kalabi is male woman. Mm. And then they have one called Bisu, Mm. which is transgender priests. How interesting is that? So why do we have to choose? Why can't you just be neither? Mm. And should we maybe consider expanding this multiple choice question of male or female that mm. home affairs enforces on because us. Because
0: we insist on blacking, black and whiting everything. Absolutely. And it's not yeah. black and mm. white.
1: And, and and not only is it not just black and white, but we suffocate people. Yeah. Mm. We rob people of their rights. Um, We rob people of their right to be expressive and to be who they are. And yes. to identify themselves. Exactly. And just in terms of what you, what you were talking about, I think especially as communities that are indigenous to Africa. Mm. We need to start going back to our history and understanding what was the names used back then. Yeah. What was the older people doing back then? Mm. Right. What were the practices that served us? Mm. What are the practices that we need to leave behind? But I think in terms of developing new language, in terms of developing new societies um, that are accepting and affirming of people who are different, it's important to us to start having these conversations. And this is one, I mean, I was quite impressed that you have having this discussion on this show. Mm. You know, I wouldn't have woken up at five for any other. People, um, but here we are. And we asked, it's so we asked her
0: late last night, guys. But it's
1: important, right? Because yeah. we don't have these, these, we need to mainstream these types of conversations. That's the first start. Mm. Is when we start questioning ourselves, then we will be more aware of what it means to be discriminatory and prejudiced towards others. Because if you are still not even, you are living in that bubble where things don't exist, how will you then start thinking about how you're impacting other people? But just quickly, the mm. binaries and boxes, someone asked that on Twitter. Yes. So just to go back to, again, sex is a biological concept of male, female, and intersex. Mm-hmm. Gender is your presentation, right? Masculine, femininity, mm. and, some, and transgender comes in there. And sexual play, it's just like, what are the th- tools do we have to play? Mm. Is it a penis, a vagina? Is it an anus? Mm. Is it a clitoris? Is it a vulva? Whatever it is, it's testicles, right? Sure. So if we look at it in terms of play, then it doesn't matter anymore who it's attached to. And the other issue is then of sexual orientation, mm. right? Are you lesbian, gay, straight, mm. um, bisexual, you know, all of those things. And sexual attraction, who you love, who you're having sex with, cannot determine your gender or your or your sexuality. Sure. Your your sorry your your gender or your um sex. In,
0: in closing, <laughs> what are your final words or thoughts regarding Casta?
1: We are coming to defend Casta. Yes. Mm. yes. We are unrelenting. We are unapologetic yes. mm. and we will take this to the highest offices in the land and globally. So places like the Human Rights Council, uh-huh. the Presidency in my opinion, should be leading this. And we will not tire. Custom, wherever she is, she must know mm. we will we not and tire. Off. They come for caster they mm. come for all of us. Yes. And all of us, we are caster Simenya.:
0: We're yes. an army. Beautiful. Dr. T, where Dr. do we T, find you, you online?
1: I'm on Twitter, at <laughs> <Daleng>. Pops <laughs> asking me for my number. Wow. Dr. <laughs> okay, It's at Pop <laughs> Telling. Your mic
0: is off. <laughs> yes, Doctor. <laughs>
1: It's Dr. (laughs) Tlaleng on Twitter and on Instagram.
0: Uh, We want you back and we will see you back here sooner than later. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Tlaleng Mufuking is about to leave the building.